Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, hello everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Great to be with you today as we preview Game 6 of the Islanders series with the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight as the Islanders look to prolong the series and force a 7th and deciding game. We will preview that game tonight, plus we have our Islanders birthday of the day, and it is a look back at the very first captain that the Islanders ever had. So stay with us for that. We've got all of this and a lot more on today's show. Don't forget, if you want to send us a comment, a question, or if there's a topic you would like us to discuss, please feel free to shoot us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the air when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars NYRVSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest news and notes concerning the New York Islanders. So, Game 6 tonight, Islanders needed to win three in a row. They've got one in the bank, and again, As I said uh, earlier, the Islanders don't really need to win three in a row. They need to win one in a row three consecutive times. And that's really the mentality that the Islanders have to have and, and really have had over the course of this series. And you know that Barry Trotz will have this team ready, that the resilience that this team has shown throughout this playoff year Uh, will be there, and they will not go down without a fight. And look, want to mention a little bit about uh, Johnny Boychuk returning to the lineup. And that, to me, was uh, an interesting move because Barry Trotz basically went with seven defensemen, something that he only did twice during the entire regular season uh, for the Islanders. And the main reason for that was because he didn't want his defensemen to get too tired. And you had some injuries to forwards, especially Casey Sezikis, who was not available. And for Trotz, I think another part of it was this. With 11 forwards, not only was he able to give his defensemen a little bit more rest, and that certainly came in handy in a double overtime situation, but he was also able 
to mix up his forward lines and try to create more that way and make it a little bit more difficult for Coach Cooper of Tampa Bay to match lines with the Islanders and figure out what defensive pairing he wanted out. Uh, You know, does he put out Hedman against Barzal every time? Or if Eberle is separated from Barzal or Lee is separated from Eberle and Barzal when he's mixing and matching lines, it, it makes it a little more challenging for the opposing coach when you're playing a game mixing and matching your lines. And realistically, until late in the third period and into overtime, the Islanders didn't really seem to have set lines. And I think that there was an advantage to that. So you had more rest on defense. You added some experience by putting Johnny Boychuk into the lineup. He is a veteran. He is a guy who has a lot of playoff experience. He's been there. He's done that. He's seen it all. And he hadn't been in the lineup since August 1st. So here is a guy who was hungry, who was rested, and ended up not playing a lot of minutes, but gave the Islanders some quality play. And we talked about his performance a little bit on yesterday's show, where without question, uh, Boychuk was able to block shots and make plays that you expect from a veteran and from a leader. And, you know, you could talk all you want about, oh, yeah, it's great to have that that veteran voice in the locker room, and it is. But that veteran voice gets a lot more respect and gets a lot more, you know, listened to when he is also on the ice game in and game out. And that is certainly something that the Islanders were able to do once they inserted him into the lineup. So overall, a very uh, good move by Barry Trotz. And, And as we've mentioned several times, most of the moves that Barry Trotz has made over the course of this playoff run have really paid off for the New York Islanders. And not all of them, but, you know, when he seems to put a player in the lineup It just seems that that player contributes a little something extra, whether it was the, you know, the the big 10-hit game that uh, Ross Johnston had earlier in the playoffs or Derek Broussard coming off the bench after being a healthy scratch and picking up a goal and an assist. So, again, it was one of those things where Barry Trotz makes the move and it ends up working out. Here's the quote from Trotz about Boychuk. Johnny is one of those unique guys that you come across. He's old school. He's one of the most likable guys that you're ever going to meet. One of the most committed guys. The first shift, he blocked two or three shots. He's got welts all over his body. He gives you everything that he has night in and night out. He's fearless. And that adds something to the lineup. And, and it also... You know, again, when you get into a double overtime game that lasts, you know, more than 90 minutes of actual hockey time, that gives your defensemen a little bit more rest, a little bit more flexibility, and gives them a little something extra later on in the game. Here's what Ryan Pulak, again, one of the younger 
Islanders defenseman had to say about Boychuk. He brings a presence for us. He goes out there, he blocks shots, he plays tough. We knew when he was getting his opportunity, he was going to step in and do his job. Big block early in the kill, and just playing hard, that's what we expect from him, and that's what he did. So, good stuff from Johnny Boychuk, helping the Islanders win Game 5. Won't be surprised at all to see him in the lineup for Game 6. When we come back, we'll continue our Game 6 preview, talk about some of the things the Islanders need to do if they're going to win Game 6 and extend this series to a seventh and deciding game. We've also got our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Folks, I know it's not always easy to shop for auto parts with the ever-increasing number of makes and models. It's impossible for any one traditional brick-and-mortar store to have all the parts that you need inside their storefront. But why endure pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman looks for the parts on his computer and choosing only the brands that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, just go to rockauto.com to shop from auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in just a few clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique, it's easy to navigate and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com You want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone is craving froyo. But there's something for everyone on DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurants, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So, Game 6 coming tonight should be a doozy. I expect the Islanders will again try to play a solid defensive hockey game, much like they did for most of the last game, and they've got to do that. Uh, Still some things they need to do better, and first of all, 
please, and I know it's easier to say than to do, but Victor Hedman has literally been a huge reason why the Tampa Bay Lightning are ahead in this series. And the Islanders did a better job of slowing down some of the other defensemen that the Lightning have. Uh, you know, Kevin Shattenkirk, not as big a part of the offense in Game 5. But look, they need to prevent Hedman, who had a goal in Game 5, from getting those quality scoring opportunities, lugging the puck up ice, taking that hard shot that he has. And when he has room, when he gets the puck at the point and he can skate in and either make a pass or make a shot, he is lethal. And it's something that the Islanders have to be aware of. So please, Islanders, uh, and it's I'm not telling Barry Trotz or any Islanders fan uh, something they don't already know. But the Islanders have to find a way to slow down Bar uh, Victor Hedman because he is quite literally a difference maker out there on the ice for the Tampa Bay Lightning. The other thing that I noticed when reviewing the film or the tape, uh, a replay of Game 5, the Islanders are still struggling at times to get the puck out of their own zone. And when they just try to chip it up the boards, it looks like, again, Tampa Bay is waiting for that and anticipating it and doing a good job of cutting off that escape route. The result, too many turnovers for the Islanders. Uh, we saw that throughout the game, and Varlamov had to kind of bail them out numerous times. They have got to mix it up. In Game 1, they tried to go up the boards all the time. That was their MO against... Philadelphia and against Washington, and it worked, but the Lightning were expecting it. The Islanders adjusted in game two, mixed it up a little bit, did not always go uh, up the board, sometimes went a little bit closer to the middle of the ice, but they've got to get that transition game going, and that that is the one thing that really is an issue. The Islanders' transition from defense to offense has to be smoother than it was in Game 5. And look, the other thing is the power play, please. I mean, they did score a power play goal, their first uh, power play of the night, and it was huge. But after that, they just did not get anything going. And part of the problem on the power play, the more I watch these games and, and analyze them and break them down, they seem to have difficulty getting into the zone. They try the same thing, carrying the puck in. The lightning line, four players up along the blue line. And again, there comes a time when you have to make adjustments. And sometimes you got to dump the puck in and then go get it. And I'm not saying they have to do that all the time, but mixing it up, trying to carry it in sometimes, dump it in others, Make the lightning think a little bit out there. Make them work. When you even, you know, when you dump the puck in and go get it, the defensemen have to go chase it. They have to battle with you for possession of the puck, and you know they 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 often get hit on those battles. You can tire them out and wear them down if, and it's a big if, you can win possession of the puck. And part of the problem that the Islanders have is that Tampa Bay is a bigger 
more physical team top to bottom along that roster than the New York Islanders. So it's a mixed bag. The Islanders have to figure out a way to mix it up a little bit. And then the other thing, you know, the Islanders do a great job of possessing the puck sometimes, but they're not shooting enough. And, you know, carrying the puck and passing it, cycling and passing it along the perimeter, okay, that has its value, but if you don't shoot, you're not going to score. And this power play is just not taking enough shots to consistently make a difference. So that is something they absolutely have to do. The other thing is the top line has to get going. Now, Jordan Eberle has not had a bad series as far as his overall play is concerned. But boy, oh boy, getting that double overtime goal, you gotta hope, has sort of a chain reaction for Jordan Eberle that makes him get a little bit more confidence uh, in his game and allows him and the rest of the first line to step up and have a little more uh, belief in themselves and, and gets them going offensively because, look, Eberle had done everything in this series except score. He made some great passes. He was in position to score a lot of times, and he just seemed snake bit. And getting that double overtime game-winning goal, hopefully he's not squeezing the stick as hard. He's ready. His confidence is back. And that top line can become more and more of a factor for the Islanders going forward in this game. So let's hope that the Islanders uh, can put some of these things into practice. And again, got to get more screens, deflections, and rebounds on Vasilevsky. He's an outstanding goaltender. And Varlamov has to be ready to repeat another outstanding performance in Game 6. I guarantee you this, the Islanders will not go down Without a fight, it will not be an easy win for the Lightning, and the Islanders have a pretty good chance of forcing that seventh and deciding game. I have a hunch there'll be maybe one lineup change. Don't know what it is, but we'll see what Barry Trotz has up his sleeve. We will come back, have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a few final thoughts about Game 6. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Guys, we all know that talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, we try to brush it off and blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it and talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet, and getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today 
And if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. All right, welcome back. Time for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Uh, We are a couple of days early with this one, but we want to wish a very happy birthday to the Islanders' very first captain and their broadcaster during the glory days. Believe it or not, Ed Westfall will be turning 80 years old on Saturday. So happy early birthday to Ed Westfall. He was selected by the Islanders in the expansion draft from the Boston Bruins. He won Stanley Cups with the Bruins in 1970 and 1972. Had a pair of 20-goal seasons with the Islanders in 74-75 and 75-76. And his experience really was a big difference for the Islanders, especially when they started to turn the corner in 74-75. Al Arbor really leaning on Westfall's experience to help this young team develop. He played in 1,226 NHL games. 231 goals, 625 points, an outstanding checker, defensive forward, and penalty killer in addition to what he did on the offense. We're going to go back and look at one of 18's great games as an Islander. We'll take you back to February 22nd, 1975, Islanders at the old fabulous forum in Montreal to play the Montreal Canadiens, Billy Smith in goal for the Islanders, Michelle Bunny LaRock, the goaltender for Montreal, and it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Ed Westfall, his 12th from J.P. Parise and Jude Druan at 4.09, and then a little more than 10 minutes later, Andre St. Laurent made it 2-0 Islanders on an assist from Bob Nystrom, and after one period, the Islanders held a 2-0 lead, and you got to remember back then, very few teams went into Montreal and won. The Canadiens came back in the second period, a couple of quick goals by Serge Savard, the defenseman, both on the power play. Future NHL coach Jacques Lemaire assisted on both. Guy Lapointe, a Hall of Famer, uh, assisted on the other, and it was then a 2-2 hockey game, just a minute 10 into the second period, but the Islanders regained the lead about a minute and a half later when Westfall scored his second goal of the game, 13th of the year, Jude Druan with the assist, and then uh, a little less than two minutes later, Clark Gillies made it a 4-2 Islanders lead on his 16th goal of the year, assist to Dave Fortier, but the Canadiens evened it up late in the period, Murray Wilson on the power play. His 18th from Yvonne Cornwayer and Serge Savard at 13:37, And then Cornwayer at even strength from Jacques Lemaire and Yvonne Lambert at 17:29, All even at four when they headed into the locker room for the second intermission. Clark Gillies, his second of the game, 17th of the year from Bob Bourne and Burt Marshall. Two minutes and 15 seconds into the period made it a 5-4 Islanders lead. Then it was Westfall getting his third goal of the game, 14th of the year. Jude Duran with the assist. Islanders had a 6-4 lead. But less than a minute later, 
Bob Gainey got Montreal back to within one. Jacques Lemaire and Yvonne Cornwayer with the assists. And then Guy Lapointe, the Hall of Fame defenseman, his 23rd from Doug Risebrow and Bunny LaRock at 7.09. The game was even at six, but with five minutes, 25 seconds left in the game, Billy McMillan got his 11th from Andre St. Laurent and Gary Howitt. The Islanders held on for a 7-6 win over the Canadiens in Montreal. Billy Smith making 26 saves to earn the victory before 17,645 fans at the Forum in Montreal. The hat trick for Ed Westfall. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Jude Drouin with three assists, two goals for Clark Gillies. And a goal and an assist for Andre St. Laurent. So uh, we're a little bit early, but a very happy 80th birthday to the captain, Ed Westfall. Uh, now going to turn 80 on Saturday. So happy birthday, Ed Westfall. Great guy. I did interview him for my book. And uh, always a pleasure to speak to Westfall, a great Islanders captain, player, and broadcaster for many years. All right, everybody. Uh, game time tonight, 8 o'clock. Islanders need this one. Hopefully they can get it. We will be back after the game. Uh, if the game does not go to overtime, our shows usually drop a little after 12.25 a.m. So they're there for you. If you're a night owl, if you're waking up early, it'll be waiting for you when you wake up. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe. We're available on all the major uh, podcatchers out there. Uh, so please subscribe to make sure that the show is available for you and waiting in your inbox every morning. Have a great day. Enjoy Game 6. This series is not over, folks. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy the hockey. And, of course, let's go Islanders.